when we were beginning, we had a song we used to sing so much. Cast your burdens unto Jesus, for he cares for you. You get it? We, we enjoyed it, though we didn't understand it. And that's where many Christians are living. All they do is talk about it. They have, listen to me, my father has been communicating something of late, which is very important. Many people have, all they have is a generic understanding of scriptures. They have a general understanding of scriptures. Let me tell you, God is not a general God. He's a personal God. Don't get to know God as a group. Know God as an individual. Relate with Him. It is that knowledge of Him. That knowledge of Him. Know the knowledge your pastor has of Him. <laughs> You're saying, yeah, I know. We as the church, we are moving forward. And you, you are moving somewhere else. It's not the knowledge of us as the church. It's the knowledge you have of Him. That activates everything He has spoken concerning you. Is it that it's not true? All of it is true. Someone says, if God really lives in me, why is these bad things happening to me? (laughs) So who told you that because He lives in you, bad things will not happen? Hmm? Yeah, who told you? Go read your Bible and see whether there is a place where He tells you because He lives in you, bad things will not happen. You see, you are quiet now. <laughs> huh? I thought, huh? You need to understand God, my dear. Now, because Jesus was in the boat, did it stop the storms from coming? Wasn't he in the boat? Wasn't he a son of God? Wasn't he God himself? But did the storm stop because Jesus was in the boat? Now you think you're so special? Understand. You see, when you understand him who has called you unto glory and virtue, you will discover that there are certain things that are but a mirage. Empty. They don't mean nothing. Do you think... Now look at Jesus coming. He comes in while he's walking, coming to the disciples. In the night, they are troubled. Why? Because the sea was troubled at night. Jesus comes walking on the waters. They are afraid they thought he's a, 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 a ghost. He didn't begin swimming. He came walking on water. I mean, Jesus, don't you know this is water? Doesn't he know any physics? <laughs> but this is, this is what I want to bring you to. Are you with me? It is with God. The Bible says in Psalms, is it Psalms 4? Psalms 2. Psalms 4, I think. What he says, the kings, and the councils of the world, they all gathered up 
to make a plot against the Almighty God and His servants. Are you with me? They, they gathered up to make a plot against God. God didn't say, huh? oh, oh, angels, let us fight. Let us destroy their planning. No, he left them to continue. In fact, he didn't, he wasn't moved. He just was, it, it's as though someone poked him. <laughs> he just, he says, ah, he laughed. The Bible says, when he that sits on high saw, he laughed. You need to understand God, my dear. Do you understand? Is it that when, when is it? Because there's a situation around, he begins panicking. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? God, whether there's a situation or not, it does not mean nothing. That's where you need to come. Why? Because you see, many people have misunderstood the scriptures and have read them wrongly. So they are busy Getting worried because they thought that being in Christ means you have crossed over from any challenge and problem. So you have come in God where you are. God is like you a baby. You are just there. And then you are, you are there now. Uh, Jesus says you are in this world but not of this world. There's a reason why he said that. He says, you are in this world. He's reminding you, you are in the world. And then he tells you, you are not of this world. Know it. So what does that mean? It means it does not matter. You are in the world, but where are you from? I'm not of this world. So if I'm not of this world, it does not matter. What the world is sharing in, I might look like I'm in it, but I'm not of this world, my dear. I'm not. Are you following me? Says, no, but I thought, you know, we are united with God. We are one spirit with Him, but they are, the things are getting tougher. Getting tougher, tougher. I don't know what to do. I've done this. I've done everything I want. Now things are getting more tougher. Oh, I think, I think I'm, and others, that's where they want to pause church. <laughs> the devil is a loser and so is his mother-in-law. Praise the Lord. <laughs> imagine, imagine, you have been a little, uh, at least the blows are not reaching you because you come to church and you come under an atmosphere, a shielding of grace. <laughs> devil is a loser. I'm telling you, and those are the advices he will give you. But because he wants you alone. I told you the, the way, the way the lions, while I was watching this national geography, lion, when the lion wanted to catch, uh, you know, uh, different, different animals, I've seen many, praise the Lord. But you know what it does if it wants to get its prey? It doesn't come in to unchase everything. No. It comes closer, slowly. Coming closer. When he reaches, he targets one. And then comes out. So every other 
animal will run. But his attention is not on everything. It's just targeting one. So he will chase this one until this one loses or gets off from the whole heart. Psh! Grabs him. That's how the devil does. Gets you out of fellowship. Why? Because do you know what? If you come here, like you're here, even if you had challenges with prayer, when we say pray, you will pray. And you will surely pray. You will flow. And after church, you go back and you try. And it seems like you didn't charge. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't charge the prayer, prayer batteries. So they go wrong. But when you are around, you pray. That shows you the power of fellowship. Yeah, that when you come into the fellowship, you see something happens with you. There's a rub of you might not see it. And even when you go back, it seems like you are still the same person. But no! If you were still the same person, when you came and they say pray, you would not have prayed. You do like this, they say pray. You, you can't find the words. Oh, you are dozing. You come in. You say, well, let's pray. And you're like, you can't say a word. But you find that, you see, you, you would pray. You speak in dance. You pray. Even do certain things. Even lift up your hands and do other things. Why the story is different outside? What is it? This is an association of gods. While you're coming, there's a rub off that happens with you. That affects you. So what do you do? Even when you feel like something is not working, continue fellowship. You will catch it. What happens? Because when you come and the word is being communicated, everything God speaks is who God is. As I was speaking something here while he was telling, you know, preparing before I came, he said something. He said he didn't know well what he meant. That when God, whatever God speaks, now, when God speaks something, that is who He is. That's what He becomes to you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, think about it. You come in a fellowship and God is going to talk. And whatever He speaks is who He is. So, when He tells you you are an associate of the God kind, that's what He becomes in you as you. <sighs> let me, let me, let me break it down so that you get it well. When God says you are an associate of the God kind, Listen, God has spoken and has called you an associate of the God kind. Do you know what happens? That word is who God is. So when he says you are, he makes you. He says you are an associate of the God kind immediately, right there by his word. He has qualified you. And then he comes in and becomes that in you. The associate of the God kind in you. He sends his word. His word is who he is. He says he's committed to his word to perform it. Are you with me? But understand something in Christ. He is not fulfilling. He has already fulfilled. 
So when you hear the word coming to you, whatever he's speaking is who he is in you. Is who he is concerning you. Is who he is. So you don't receive that like, oh, okay, yeah, oh, I believe, I believe. He's not calling for your believing. He's telling you, here is where you have come. Ah. Are you with me? So what happens? You remember Paul was preaching one time. And then while he was preaching, there was a lame man in the congregation. And the Bible says, while he was ministering, he saw that this man now had the faith. He was ready to receive. He went to him and says, rise up. As he was speaking, he saw that the man was ready. He didn't ask him, are you ready? As he was speaking, whatever he was sharing made this man ready to walk. And he told him, stand up. And he was able to stand up. If God wants to do anything, he is going to do it through his word. Listen to me. I posted something and I said that faith is not risk taking. You know, I was thinking about that thing of risk recently. But yesterday, you know, today I just found something I brought some time back. I said, faith is not risk taking. Faith is word taking. Faith is word taking, not risk taking. Now, when you talk about risk, does that suggest you have nothing to lose? Huh? To take a risk means that you are on a line, you have put everything on a line. If this thing does not work out, you will lose. Are you with me? So it's, it's a probability. It works or you are done. Isn't that so? When you talk about taking a risk, I was meditating on this. And I'm like, I don't take risks. Because I have nothing to lose. Only a man that has something to lose takes a risk. If, let me tell you, let me say, let me say, uh, which one should I use? If you knew how something is going to turn up like, and you did it, are you taking a risk? It's only those that are not sure that take risks. You are not sure of how something is going to work out. And so you say, let's just invest and see what happens. Let's just be praying, pray for Raska, and then we just go. God on our side. <laughs> you take a risk. So you say, alright, we are going to take a risk. And some people think that's faith. Faith is not taking a risk. I mean, okay, you can use the word in human terminology to speak and communicate to those that are still attached to the natural. <laughs> but it won't be right. Faith is not taking a risk. Why? Because faith knows the end at the beginning. Faith knows the end result. Faith is not trying out things. Faith is walking in that which is true and consecrated for you. Are you with me? 
So faith is not in probabilities. Let's check out, will it work or not? Faith is working in that which has worked. Are you with me? Faith is like watching a rematch. You're going to watch a match that it's a replay. Are you, uh, sorry, not a rematch, a replay. You get it? It's a replay. The match already and you got to know. They told you, ah, so and so this team won. And so now you come, you didn't watch the match. Now you are watching a replay. You know who won. And so you were on tension. Oh, will we win today? Will we win? Ah, oh, ah, it seems like they are going to win. Oh, ah, we can't survive this one. And you know how the game ended? You might do, ah, ah, but you know. However, even when they, it seems so intense, that there's only the goalkeeper, you know the game ended, when this team has won two, and the other one didn't score any. Even when the guy has taken off the defense and the goalkeeper, you are waiting to see how he missed the goal. Not how he's going to score. Why? Because you were told he didn't score nothing. Now faith knows the end of the game before the game begins. It's not taking a risk. It's walking in that which is already true concerning you, concerning anything. Are you with me? Now God has said the precious promises, these words have been given you that by these you might become a sharer, a comrade in the God kind. Are you with me? So that when God says I win, you are talking, I win. Are you with me? Ha ha ha! Glory to God. Are you saying? Now, you are you are now. God has played his part. You are playing. Now the word has qualified you into the God kind. So when you come, God says, let there be. You are saying, let there be. Jesus said, as the Father has life in himself, so has he given the Son to have life in himself. You get it? As the Father quickens the dead, so does the Son give life to whomsoever he chooses. He's telling you, whatever the Father is doing, I'm doing here. That's called associates of the God kind. What I see my father do, that's what I do. I'm not praying about it. Has God ever done it? You'll find me doing it. When God reaches what we call the end of the line, those things don't exist. It's human language. Limited language. I'm at, I'm at the end of the line. Who told you? Who drew that line? <laughs> Who drew that line? You see, do you know what God has brought us into? God has brought us into timelessness. Into a place where, now understand, which mountain are you standing on spiritually? Harakuse. <laughs> You're talking end of the line. Where was the beginning of it? And who drew it in the spirit? Which intelligent being drew a line in the spirit? 
He says, now, spiritual being, God kind, walk in this line. Now when you reach here, it is the end of the line. Are you with me? He calls us up here. John says, John was told by the angel, he says, come up hither. Are you with me? Come up hither. Why are you afraid, child of God? What would, you see, you must understand, you must know him who has called you. And what he meant for him calling you. He didn't say, okay, oh, John, come. No, that's not the calling. But because some people think that's how he's calling. He says, Louis, no. Him who has called you. It's not that kind of calling asking you by name. Where are you? Adam, Adam, where? <laughs> where are you? No. His calling is assignment. He has given us purpose. He has brought us somewhere. And he says, this is the life. Oh. So what happens when you find me walking, I'm only fulfilling my calling. Jesus said, praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I am come. I have come to do your will, O God. For from the volume of the book, it is written of me. I have come to do your will, O God. Child of God, you have come to walk in that which is designed, directed, Separated, spoken, consecrated concerning you. There's no defeat in there. So when you, when, when you're somewhere, praise the Lord, when you're somewhere and it seems like you're looking around, what am I going to do? Understand you have gone off. Let me repeat it for your good. Some of you might not have Thought you had me. When you come anywhere and it seems like there's no way out, what am I going to do? You just know you have missed it. <laughs> People still say, ah, is he saying what I'm hearing? I'm saying what you are hearing. When you come in a place where it seems you are limited, you have missed it. It means you are seeing with wrong eyes. Which part in God is limited? Now, by which sense are you using to see limitation? Which scripture have you stood on? Now you're quiet. You should, you should, you should be celebrating now. Say, ah, thank God. Are being called out of darkness. <laughs> what is darkness? Darkness is not black. Some people think that. <laughs> now when we're talking about darkness, they are imagining a black place. So, thank you. It's black everywhere. That's not darkness. Darkness is absence of knowledge. You can walk in darkness in the daytime. <laughs> Are you with me? I said you can walk in darkness even in the daytime.
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So you can still walk in darkness even when there is a lot of light. And because darkness is not black. Oh, you can't see any light. No, darkness is walking with no knowledge. There's absence of knowledge. You're walking in darkness. It does not matter what. Now, absence. That absence of light is illumination. Are you with me? It gives understanding. Now, if you came here and you don't know where something is, you will be in, <laughs> in the dark concerning that matter. Are you with me? So now, when you open your eyes and begin seeing, let me tell you this, children of God. We have been united with God. We are one spirit with Him. Are you with me? One spirit with Him. That's what it means to be born again. You have come to associate in the God kind. The God kind, divinity. God Himself has come to live His life in you. His life in you. And you say, I'm afraid. You what? What is it that has simply come to shake God like that? Now you see, oftentimes people choose to take the natural part. You're looking at you. Oh. I'm only human. Those are. Let me tell you this. The truth is this. If you're a child of God, you're not human. Don't be mistaken. Don't be mistaken. You're not human. Listen to me. I mean everything. You are not human. So when they call human beings, don't rise up. Yes. I'm, I'm telling you. It is that consciousness that you received of your old teachers that disturbs your present. And you find the word has come. Even after someone has appreciated, he says, Amen, Amen, Amen. After service like this, the devil comes and snatches the word. What happens? Because after it, they go back to the human experience. Their mind has been picking all these things that are not working. Yeah. Hopefully, come. Hopefully, this thing will work out this time. You're living too low, my dear. Expecting it to work out. Understand? Let me tell you. When you live in a place where you are hoping it works out or not, you're living in a low place. In Christ. In Christ, he says, you are perfect in him. Adopt that consciousness. You see, this life of glory and virtue is activated by consciousness. What are you conscious of? Whatever you're conscious of is what you're going to release. God has not called you into part-time living. You're living the God kind of life when you come to church. 
Now that's when you say, I see the whole world. When you go outside, all you see are walls and dust. You are seated together with him in heavenly places. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Let this mind be in you. Get it! You see, when he tells us, renew your mind, in Romans 12, he says, do not be conformed. Don't be designed after the pattern of this system. Are you with me? But be a transformed, that is transfigured. You remember when Jesus was transfigured? He tells you, be transfigured. You can change on the outside. How? By renewing your mind. Renewing your mind is not... Okay? Lord, I renew, I renew. I renew my mind. It's not a confession. Renewing your mind simply means replace your thoughts with these thoughts. That's what it means to renew your mind. It's you're replacing human thoughts with divine thoughts. Renew and stay there. Oh, look at what he says. He says that you may prove, verse, verse 2, praise the Lord, that you may prove that the good and accepted will of God to prove. Can you read it? Let's end with that one. Read Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Are you there? What does he say? Mm. Uh-huh. Do you get it? Now, he says that you may prove. Did you hear that? Prove. You see now, if you have traveled... You get it? You are going to fly. Now what happens is, before you come in with your stuff, you get it? Um, you have packed your bags well, but there are things that are acceptable for traveling with, and things that are not acceptable. Are you with me? You have brought your stuff in. Your food is packed there. Your whatever is all packed. And then you bring it. And now those guys check in your bag. They tell you remove. So that they see what is in there. Are you with me? And then what happens? They say, this is not accepted. And this is not accepted. Are you with me? Now they are proving what is permissible and what is not. That which is not acceptable is refused. They say, they pick it, throw it there. They tell you, you can't go with this. And the others are accepted. Are you with me? When he says that you may prove, he's telling you, you are the one to come in that place. Where you prove that which is consistent with God, you permit. That which is not, you say not. He says that you may prove what is that good and acceptable. Will of God. It's you that comes in and approves or disapproves. That's the place you stand in. It's not a place where things will work out. Whatever you need, you work it. Are you with me? 
children of God, this is where God wants us to be. Where you are content. He says, be ye content with such things as you have. Such things as you have. Which one? He's not talking of natural things. He's telling you, you a Christian. You a child of God. Such things as you have in Christ, be content. I have arrived in God. I'm content. I'm content with my mastery over everything. If you're not content, you'll still search for more power. Where are you? Are you getting something? So today, children of God, I want you to awake to this truth. No, you are an associate of the good kind. You are not called to live a beggarly, weak life. You are being called into a life of ever increasing glory. You're shining brighter and brighter every single day. It only gets better with you. You can't define yourself by anything outside. You don't say, now, oh, ah, yeah, yeah, things are working out now, you know, things are working out. Why are you saying they are working out? Because now the outside is changing. So if the outside refuses to change, seems like it's not changing. I don't know why things are not working out. Which place are you standing in? When I learned, when I had my father once, I'm this kind of person, I'm easily persuaded. I hear to do. Did you hear me? I hear to do. Not to be there and say, yeah, I'm getting better. Praise the Lord. Another kind. You say, oh, I'm just hearing. No. My father said once, he said, that Bad things don't happen to me. Say amen. We say amen. So that is it. Ah, bad things don't happen. He says neither do good. And he says even good things don't happen. We all kept quiet to hear what he has to say. Why? Because when you say bad things don't happen, you know, oh, he's a master. And then even good things don't happen. What are you talking about? And he says, even good things don't happen to me. We kept quiet to hear what he has to say next. He says, I happen to them. I said, that's a good place to live. I said, Lord, I happen from today on, I will happen to things. I'm content. Do you understand? I'm rested. Man, you can't get me. You, you will not. You will not. No matter what happens, you will not get me worried. Now what are we going to do? What have we been doing? What if this thing delays? What if... So what happens if it hurries? Delay or hurry? Nothing matters. <laughs> Give up. Praise the Lord. Where you dictate what happened. You say, but, but I spoke and it has not yet manifested. You are speaking from a wrong place. Speak from the right place. It manifests when you see it. Not with your natural eyes. With your spiritual eyes. Have you seen it through his word? Whatever you see is 